On an autumn day in 1852, the journalist and social investigator Henry Mayhew took to the skies above London to try to make sense of his vast city. Ah, balloon! The crowd gasped in wonder as Mayhew and his companions rose into the sky from Vauxhall Gardens in the red and yellow striped Royal Nassau. He looked down from the basket and saw a multitude of faces gazing up at him. Despite his fear of heights, Mayhew had joined the flight to satisfy his craving to contemplate from above the whole expanse of London, the city in which there is more virtue and more iniquity, more wealth and more want huddled together on one vast heap than in any other part of the earth. The passengers threw scraps of paper over the side which fluttered down towards the streets, giving a sense of the speed of the balloon's ascent. Soon the houses looked like wooden toys, streets like ruts in the ground, and the Thames like a winding metallic snake. Little puffs of steam rose up from trains travelling into the city. After a few minutes, the earth far below seemed to Mayhew like an endless series of scenes being drawn along under the balloon on a moving screen, the city a specimen that could be coolly examined from a distance, a sequence of palaces, workhouses, prisons, chimneys, steeples, docks, parks, courts and alleys. For a few fleeting moments, Mayhew was able to escape the whirlpool of London, to see it as a whole, and to consider what it all might mean. By the 18th century, Londoners had become conscious of living in a special kind of place that had a different kind of society from that of the countryside and smaller towns. London had grown from an enclosed medieval city to become a sprawling imperial metropolis, the first world city. Mayhew's investigations helped shape the image of London that followed. He had spent long days exploring the most obscure of the city's districts, interviewed watercress sellers, bone grubbers and mudlarks, and sought out the haunts of beggars and thieves. He set out his discoveries in reports and newspaper articles, and in 1851 published his massive London Labour and the London Poor, full of vivid accounts of the street life of the Victorian city, which influenced Charles Dickens' depictions of London's working-class people and districts. <laughs>